Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas Time. Christmas candy. What's your favorite? When I was young, it was Grandma's fudge. But candy has gone corporate with billions of dollars of Christmas sweets sold every year. A new survey this year showing peppermint bark has become the favorite in 11 states, including California and Texas. Five states, including Virginia and Idaho, chose Christmassy M&Ms as their top confection. But thankfully, an old standby. The red and white striped candy cane still has the heart of six states like Colorado, New York, and Louisiana. Another sticky note, Canada just tapped into their maple syrup reserves after their harvest plunged by 24% this year. Biggest tap since 2008. My advice is to remember Proverbs 25:16. When you find honey, eat just enough. Too much and you'll vomit. Too many sweets. We can become so easily distracted at Christmas. Thankfully, our good shepherd came to this world to rescue and guide his sheep home. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're starting a new week together. And this Monday program, we're in a series called Christmas Gifts from Heaven. What are you looking forward to getting for Christmas this year? Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. montage of songs you might hear on the radio or while shopping in the malls. Songs about getting stuff for Christmas. Sadly, so much of the holiday these days is about getting things that will soon be forgotten. Do you remember what you received last Christmas? Now, I don't want you to hear me wrong. I love giving special gifts to my wife and family and even co-workers. I like to take the time to find something unique that'll really connect with those I love. But if we're not careful, we can so easily get caught up with the hustle and bustle like Charlie Brown and wonder what it's all about. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Well, on this Haven Today, we're going to do just that and see how God sent his son to save us from our sins. It's a promise that goes all the way back to Genesis and was fulfilled in the little town of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. So won't you stay with me and let's receive this special gift and be blessed together. And speaking of gifts, I want to remind you that we have the Little Pilgrim's Big Journey Storybook. The kids we know around this ministry love this new adaptation of John Bunyan's classic novel, Pilgrim's Progress. I really appreciate how the author stayed true to the heart of Bunyan's story, but he helps a new generation understand it with easy-to-read words, brilliant, full-color illustrations, page after page, and questions at the end of each chapter to help in discussion. I asked the author, Tyler Van Haltren, what compelled him to create this new rendition. If I was to leave, if God was to take me home, or if 
if I was to die, what would I want to leave in my son's hands? And really the first thing that came to my mind was, wow, I would love for them to have these books to, to be with them, uh, to leave that, you know, a sense of legacy, but to equip them for the journey ahead. Because one of the things I think not many Christian books deal with for kids is suffering, difficulty, trials. How can our kids face those and stand strong? And mm-hmm. in the Pilgrim's Progress, the, there's many trials, many difficulties he faces, and yet it always points him back to the, the king, uh, trusting in mm-hmm. the king. The king is with him. The king will strengthen him. The king will help him. And that's what I want my kids to, to remember. That's Tyler Van Haltren. He's now a missionary in Cambodia. He teaches at a Bible college there. He's a father of three young children. I appreciate how he wants this storybook to help children better prepare to face the difficulties of life while strengthening their faith in Christ. And Tyler has done a masterful job publishing his book with a cloth hardcover and gold foil print. It's a real treasure that'll last for many years to come. And everyone will be captivated by the full-page illustrations that help bring the story alive in a fresh new way. I'm going to send Little Pilgrim's Big Journey for your gift to this listener-supported ministry. This is the kind of Christmas gift that'll have an impact on the life of a child for years to come. So after the program, call us, would you? Call us at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, look at the illustrations, watch the video we've put up about the book, and then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you'd like us to ship this directly to someone else, maybe someone you love, we can do that with free shipping. That's what Arthur in Washington, Marie in Virginia, and Sarah in Florida did. Sarah even gave us a little note to pass along to the family she sent this to. But I encourage you to make your gift right away so we can get this in the mail so it arrives in time for Christmas this year. Now let's remember together that amazing night when God sent his son into this world, the best present anyone could ever receive. The choir of King's College in Cambridge opening this haven today with a holy night.
I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love Christmas time because we get to play powerful high church music like Go Holy Night, performed by the choir of King's College in Cambridge, England, for their nine lessons and carol service. This service is quite special because it was created just as World War I was ending and the Spanish flu epidemic was spreading. And the church in Cambridge wanted to have a special service to remember and worship Christ the Savior, even as the world was still lingering in a very dark time. This is Haven Today and a new series as we're just starting this Christmas season, a series called Christmas Gifts from Heaven. And we're going to look at those good things the Father has to give. Well, Jesus once said, if you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Christ is coming, and we need this verse. It's in the busyness of this season, I know how easy it is to lose sight of the Lord, to lose sight of his grace. So all week... We're opening presents from the Father, seeing over and over just how much he has done for us. And today's is the gift of Jesus. At Christmas time, we're celebrating the incarnation, but in the Advent season, we're waiting just like God's people were waiting back in the first century. I was just reading Waiting on the Word by Malcolm Geith, a popular British Christian poet. It's a book of poetry for Christmas time. Here's what he says about it. This is a paradoxical season, a season of waiting and anticipation in which the waiting itself is strangely rich and fulfilling, a season that looks back at the people who waited in darkness for the coming light of Christ and yet look forward to a fuller light still to come and illuminate our darkness. Advent falls in winter at the end of the year, in the darkness, in the cold, But its focus is on the coming of light and life. When the Ancient of Days becomes a young child and says, Behold, I make all things new. That's what we're celebrating this Christmas season, that God has come in the flesh to make all things new. But how long were the people of Israel waiting? Not just a month, not even a couple of years. It was thousands of years. It goes back to the very beginning. God had made all things perfect, but Adam and Eve turned away in sin. And because they did that, everything changed. Everything became broken. The world was plunged into darkness. So God sent them out of the garden. Just before they were banished, God told them that one day he himself would come to deal with their sin. That was the promise. Thousands of years before in the garden, And that's what Christmas is all about. Sometimes we forget that the promise of Christmas is found in the Old Testament. And in the New Testament, we read how God finally showed up, the Father sending the Son, who would be the promised Messiah, the Anointed One, the Savior of His people. And it's the first and most important gift of Christmas. I know I've been saying it for a couple of weeks but we need to remember the reason for the season. You might be out right now buying presents, or you might be worrying that you haven't even thought about what to get your loved ones yet. Maybe you don't know how you're going to be able to afford 
even a small gift for others who you love. But we need to remember in all of this that the Lord has given us a gift. The Lord has given us the gift of Jesus. But what does that even mean? We talk about it all throughout Christmas. All hail the newborn king. But why is that such a good thing? Here's how the Apostle Paul would answer the question in Galatians 4, 4 through 7. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons and daughters, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. Christmas was the set time. And then at the set time, God sent his son, Jesus. That is Christmas. But why did he come? And Paul gives us four reasons. First, Jesus came into this world to redeem those under the law. You know, the Jewish rabbis counted 613 laws in the Torah. We think about 10 commandments, but can you think about 613? It's impossible to keep them all. It's impossible to keep any of them perfectly, and that's bad news. The law will crush you if you try to keep it. Fail once, and it's all over. But then there's the good news. Jesus came to redeem us from the law. Christmas tells us that someone has lived for us. We're saved from the law, and it gets better. The second reason Paul says Christ came was so that we could receive adoption. Christmas tells us that the Son of God came into the world to make us his children. Now that is an amazing gift. We were lost, and he saved us and brought us into his family. Think about that, and thank the Lord this Christmas for Jesus. But we're not just children. We're sons. I know that might sound strange, but if you have faith in Jesus, you are a son of God. Now let me explain, especially if you're a woman. Only sons received an inheritance in the ancient world. And that's what Paul is saying. If you have faith in Jesus, you have an inheritance waiting for you. That's what Christmas is all about. Our Savior has come, and he has brought gifts. It's because of the gift of Jesus, and that's the last thing that I want to share. Jesus came into the world so we could receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. He's been poured into our hearts. He's brought us to the Lord this Christmas. Before you start worrying about gifts and parties and planning, turn to the Lord. Turn to the gift of Jesus. He came and lived for us. He died for us. And he's given us the Spirit so we can cry, Abba, Father. The gift of Jesus is the gift of Christmas. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, full of faith, and receive his grace for you. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie above thy deep and dreamless sleep. 
The silent stars go by Yet in the dark streets shineth The everlasting light The hopes and fears of all the years Are met in Thee For Christ is born of Mary and gathered all above. While mortals sleep, the angels keep their watch of wandering love. rendition. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight, O little town of Bethlehem. Sung for us by Brandon Heath from his Christmas Is Here album. And I'm Charles Morris here on Haven Today and a new program called Christmas Gifts from Heaven. I'm sure many of us, if you're like me, are settling back into real life this Monday after a Thanksgiving weekend. The malls were busy again, I'm told, even though more online shopping continues to climb. And if you listen to our program regularly, you know we have a great desire to help you find Christmas gifts that point to the ultimate gift we just spoke about, Jesus Christ. Earlier, we heard from that young missionary and father, Tyler Van Haltren, in Cambodia, talking about his new storybook, Base on John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. The title is Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. What he did was he rewrote, in an easy-to-understand way, the original Pilgrim's Progress. And it's been brought to life with colorful, full-page illustrations. And of course, it was written geared for kids, but now adults are reading it and finding they understand the story in a whole new way. Tyler told me, He hears from parents and grandparents all the time who say the book is soaked in tears after they read it. So many have made a gift and asked for their own copy, but many are asking for us to send it directly to kids or families for Christmas, like Kathy in Ohio. She wrote to us and said, I love this book. I read it to five of my grandchildren 
all teenagers last year during COVID lockdown over Zoom. They were eager to return each day to hear the story to its conclusion. And now I'm going to order this one for my three younger grandchildren. Well, thanks for that note, Kathy. I know your grandkids will love Little Pilgrim's big journey, just like mine. Well, what about you? Won't you call us right now? Call us at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And as a thanks for your gift, we'll send you this cloth-covered hardback with gold foil print. We'll send it to you right away, and it'll help us keep sharing the story of Jesus with others in the coming year. But you can also visit us online and look at the illustrations and watch the video about the book. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And take advantage of the free shipping that we currently have. We can send this book to a loved one right away with free postage, but you need to order today so it can get there by Christmas. And just before we go, it's still not too late to start a new Christmas tradition in your home or in the home of someone else. We still have the Manger Mission Activity Box with the storybook about the wise men and the wooden nativity set. Make a gift and we'll send that out ASAP with free shipping for you or someone you love to enjoy this Christmas season. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday, an opportunity to help support nonprofits like us. So I want you to join us and hear more about that. And of course, the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Moses had been gone for quite a while, long enough that the people of Israel, waiting at the base of Mount Sinai, were starting to doubt whether he'd come back. So they said to his brother Aaron, Come, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. Their mistake was costly in the end and blatantly sinful, but at the heart of it, they wanted a God they could see. And I think deep down, most people do, which is why the incarnation of Jesus is so incredible. Because in him, we do see the very image of God. You'll find encouragement that you need for your walk with Jesus through daily time in God's Word. An Anchor devotional can help. Try it out in print at getanchor.com.